Hi guys, and welcome to the Box Office Club, your hub for all things movie news, reviews, numbers, and updates. We're your hosts, I'm Emily. And I'm Kate, and today we'll be giving our straight from the seat review of the newest DC movie, Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Shazam! Fury of the Gods continues the story of Billy Batson and his foster family navigating what it means to be a superhero family. While trying to navigate their powers, they themselves in a battle against ancient gods that have come to bestow vengeance and take back what is theirs. This is a follow-up film to the 2019 Shazam! and has a lot to live up to with its predecessor's opening weekend of $53 million and a certified fresh score of 90%. It's a good score. Yeah. All right, we want to get into it? Yeah, let's just, uh, let's get into it. All right. Um, so I guess real quick, when I was writing down, um, so I like wrote down the director, mm-hmm. wrote down their name, uh, David F. Sandberg, and I was like, all right, of course, what other movies has he done? Mm-hmm. So he's done Shazam. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, love it when the directors stay within the series. Has also done Lights Out. Mm-hmm. which I've seen. Annabelle Creation, which I actually don't think I've seen Annabelle Creation. Really? I I have no idea for the Conjuring universe. I I was like dipping in and out of that. So I have no idea what I've actually seen for those ones. Interesting. Yeah. I have seen Annabelle Creation. Okay. And then <laughs> David F. Sandberg has also done Kung Fury, which I think I talked about before. Where it's like a short, like less than an hour film about this guy who goes back in time. Like he's from the future, from like, like from the future from our present day. Okay. And goes back in time to fight Hitler. And then there's dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm going to have to add that. To, I've never seen that. <laughs> I, I watched it with my brother and a friend of ours and we made a drinking game out of it. Cause of, of course, course we did. did. And, <laughs> but it, it was. <laughs> It's the craziest, most low-budget film, and it's less than an hour, and it is fantastic. So I, when I saw that, I was like, underline Kong Fury. That's amazing. You know, that is not where I thought you were going to go with this tangent. Really? Of talking about their other movies. I thought you were going to go down the Annabelle creation line mm. because I remember when I first saw the trailer for this, and then mm-hmm. you do see it in the movie, in the trailer, they show a scene where Billy Batson is in the pediatrician's office. Mm-hmm. And when it cuts to them, he's like, um, I'm a pediatrician. In the corner, there's the Annabelle doll. Yes. And I remember seeing it in the trailer and I was like, why is Annabelle in DC? Mm-hmm. And then when I was looking it up and I saw he did Annabelle creation, I'm like, oh, yeah. there's a little plug. Yep. I made that that connection, at least because Annabelle's in some of the other um, conjuring film so I was like oh my gosh plus I think the original Raggedy Ann doll was also sitting at that table which is the original Annabelle doll oh my God. like <laughs> it's insane I was like that's really really funny I love like finding those little easter eggs um but yeah no I, w- I was going with the Kung Fury <laughs> tangent on that one which I do highly recommend it is a fantastic terrible movie okay 
Yeah. Fantastic, terrible movie yes. with an emphasis probably on the terrible. <laughs> Again, so low budget. So obnoxious, but so great. Just like laugh out loud the entire time because you're like, this is ridiculous. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this movie was not low budget. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, I think $125 million production budget. Wow. Which is about 20 to 30 more Maybe, maybe even more than the original Shazam. Wow. Yeah. I really liked the first Shazam. I did too. It was really good. And something that carried over, I think, into this one, it was a lot of, a lot of the humor. It had that same feel of you walked in, you're like, yeah, this is a Shazam movie. Yes. It was very funny. That was one of my notes is I liked a lot. Of the jokes Mm -hmm. that were going on. I like that this movie kind of picked fun at itself and the DC franchise. Mm -hmm. And then also like threw a couple jabs at Marvel, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, So yeah, right off the bat, I love this movie. I I thought that I was going to be good for this movie because I had like very recently watched the first Shazam Mm -hmm. before Black Adam. Yeah. And I was like, I don't need to do a rewatch. I got it. And then there were so many points in the movie. I was looking at Matt. I was like, was that from the first one? (laughs) Was that that's a reference to the first one that. okay, yeah, no. And then I had a question about something. And then later in the movie, they do like a little throwback. And I was like. Oh, thank God, because I did not want to keep bothering Matt. And then there's um, the second end credit scene, Mm -hmm. just so everyone knows there are two end credit scenes. Yes. But the second one I went over, I was like, is that to the first one? (laughs) Or is that is that a a different DC? Like, is are are they trying to tie this in? Because I'm not I haven't seen all the DC. Mm -hmm. Um, Oops. But like, I was like, was that was that? And that. okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah. As soon as they go in for that, the one um, shot, you're like, oh my gosh, this is, wait a minute. This is almost exactly like one of the, uh, one of the scenes from the first one. So I was like, huh, that's really funny. And then that's again, where they poke fun at it. They're like, it's been how long? <laughs> I really like that. Um, I will say, so for the, my standout performances, I wrote down um, Jack Dylan Grazer, who plays Freddie. I thought he was fantastic in this. He, he was. was my favorite. I he was one of really the only kids that we get to spend a lot of time with mm-hmm. with them in their kids' body. Yes. But then also even in their superhero body, I feel like we don't get a lot of the other kids. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like you do and you don't, but like I'm trying to think of them in their kid body and I'm trying to think of them in their superhero body. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, there wasn't a lot of that. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of that. So was there enough of them? No, I, I don't really, think, I don't think you see Billy more than like three times. No. Yeah. It's, it's mostly, whereas like in the first movie there was, I thought a really good balance between yes. the two. Um, but yeah, this one, it definitely was more Zachary uh, Levy's Levi. I don't know. I don't know. How do you pronounce it? Um, more of his, uh, the grown up Shazam. So it was an interesting thing. But then with Freddie, it was more of Freddie. Yes. Which again, I was like, this kid's fantastic. 
I wrote down um, that we need more Ross Butler because (laughs) I just love him and I feel like they don't utilize him enough. And then I also really love Faith Herman as Darla. Oh my God. I think she is the cutest little girl ever. She is. Um, (laughs) And she has some great scenes in this movie. I think her scene towards the end is my favorite scene because it is ridiculous and amazing and just you're like, wait, did she really just say that? Yeah. (laughs) Two times. She says two things. and I'm like, wait, what is going on? And it's. Yeah, no, she's fantastic. I think we both wrote down her quote at like the same time. (laughs) Yes. Um, yes, and if, if anyone were to ask me this, if they should see this movie, I'd say like, you have to go see it just for like that scene mm-hmm. because yes. it's so out of left pocket, but at the same time, so fitting Yes, for like Darla's character that I was like, that's funny. The whole lead up to that too is yeah. hilarious because like. They're just like talking about like creatures and stuff like that. And they're like, what is a creature that is bigger than all the other creatures? And it's not what you think it is. <laughs> Darla's like, oh, and she's so upset about it. But yeah. then like she, she's just amazing. And like she's just doing her thing. She she's is living her best life. <laughs> she truly is. Darla is an unbothered queen. <laughs> I don't know why I just realized this, but it's a callback to something that happens earlier in the movie. With what with what she uses. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, took, I don't know why it took me till now. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> she's always got them on her. Yeah, I there we can say like what it involves because it's not a, a spoiler because we're not going really everything. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. But one of the notes I did write down was, does DC have a brand deal with Skittles? <laughs> because Marvel has like their thing with like Lay's. <laughs> and you know what's funny is, I I think I'm right. The character in Marvel that we, the scientist, her name's Darla too, right? And Jane, Jane's friend. Darcy. Darcy. Okay. Darcy. So very close. similar. Yeah. Yeah. But don't come at me. <laughs> I'm bad with names. But Darcy in Marvel is like, she always has her bag of like Lay's <laughs> yeah. or some type of chip from that company that mm-hmm. it's like, you can tell they have a brand deal and now they have Darla <laughs> and it's like Skittles paid them. That is for sure. <laughs> and I would not, I wouldn't. I would not be surprised now, like <laughs> with, um, yeah, like, you know, with the use of their catchphrase and stuff. Yeah. That's hilarious. After, if I would say after a couple months, they actually have to use, um, those scenes, uh, as their commercials. That'd be great. I think it would be too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a, that's a really good branding. Very good. Good job, Skittles. Very good. Because it made me want them and I don't eat candy. <laughs> but yeah. I felt wrong for not eating them in that yeah. moment. They they should have said, um, 
or you know what they should have like complimentary here's a like a little fun size bag of skittles for you when you go in there yeah that would have been that would have been fun you'd be like why why are you handing me skittles i don't get it by the end of the movie you're like that's fantastic yeah if you go to see this movie get you a bag of skittles before you go in yes i know that's giving the company exactly what they want but but it's well deserved here for it because they did a good job yeah um i wrote down uh there's a few cameos one that we cannot talk about because it's a big one yes and that would be a spoiler yes um the other one was annabelle yes and then um another one i saw which i didn't realize who it was but i knew that he was important because he was wearing a red and yellow shirt and it was the um original shazam from the tv show michael gray tv show yeah there was a shazam tv show in the 70s so (laughs) i'm not watching that (laughs) oh well that's cool but yeah um i think he's one of the guys who um because an ongoing thing throughout the whole movie is that they're trying to come up with names for themselves oh i know what guy you're talking about and that guy is i can't even remember what name he says but he shouts out a name and me and my brother look at each other and uh, we go, well, clearly that guy is a cameo. <laughs> like, why else would he be wearing the colors? And it was like the original shirt that he wore um, oh. as Billy Batson in Shazam. So I was like, yeah, he's got to be from from the show or if there was a t- if there was a movie or whatever. But yeah, he's from the show. I didn't know that. Yeah. One of the cameos I wrote down is he's like one of the opening characters to the movie. Uh, Rizwan Manji uh, is his. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Uh, he is a character that you see just do random cameos <laughs> in like everything. Oh, really? Yeah. The very like think back to the very opening scene mm-hmm. and um, the main person in that scene. And he, he, looks he makes like the sign uh, this um. He has a line. He's like, I'm usually the star of the show here. And it just made me giggle because I only know him from random ass cameos (laughs) of just like I'm I literally had to look up his name because I don't (laughs) I've never like really seen him in like a bigger role. Yeah. Um, And then when I was going through his stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, I think I've seen him like in in something and just didn't realize it was him. But he's just like that face that like. I just see him for like 10 minutes. What Um, was his name again? Rizwan Manji. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. I've seen him in so much stuff, but like, <laughs> cause literally the first thing I wrote, I was like, Ooh, intro actor. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I thought he looked very familiar. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But it's just, it's like, even when I was looking through his like IMDb, it's all just like cameo here, cameo yeah, there. Yeah. And I'm like, he's just like that guy. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I thought he looked familiar. I was That was one of the ones I wanted to look up, but like, I don't know how to look that up. Um, That's so cool. Um, Another thing I think going back to how it feels very much like the first movie. So you like it feels like it's another Shazam movie, which it's supposed to, um, was like the theme of family throughout. Yes. And then they even poke fun at that, which is great. Um, but like, I felt like a few things were predictable. Like you knew that they were going to happen, yeah. but it was still heartwarming when it happened. 
um, like towards the end of just like acknowledging how much they've been there for each other, um, names and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. Like you knew by the end that like it was going to happen, but I was like, oh, it's still very, very, very sweet. Yeah. I'm glad they said it. (laughs) Yeah, that was definitely like I've noticed, um, there is something that I'm going to want to talk about before we wrap up and I'm Mm going to put it at the the very end okay because it's gonna be a very heavy spoiler and i want to give like a clean cutoff warning so that is coming um just for people listening i will give a warning before i talk about it but it does kind of fall into a predictability clause Mm -hmm. i guess is how you'd say it (laughs) um that i feel is just just a like normalcy now when it comes to superhero movies Mm -hmm. Um, but I do want to get to that later. Okay. But I'm glad that you, you have even in just some smaller things within the movies, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like, well, that's predictable. You know, it's going to come. Yeah. Um, I feel like that was almost a little bit of an issue for me throughout this movie. I enjoyed it, the the movie in a whole, because I don't ask too much of superhero movies. Mm-hmm. I am not one of those people who's like seen all the backstories, know all the backstories, read the comic books, Mm -hmm. precise details, this, that, or the other thing. I go just expecting like a good time, you know, make the stories cohesive enough to everything else I've had to watch, Mm -hmm. you know, give me some laughs, give me some emotions, have your big bad, have your cool fight scenes, make it make sense. Mm -hmm. You know, just like that's really all I asked for. So I'm not like too like picky, especially with like Shazam, where it's a group of kids that get superpowers. <laughs> like, yeah, it, you know, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm on that same page with them. But there are just there are some things that I'm like, if you could just movie creators be a little more creative and trying to steer away from the cliche predictables oh it's this type of movie so i have to do this or Mm -hmm. we're going this route so i have to do that just like i i don't ask for much but a surprise here or there would Mm -hmm. be like a breath of fresh air yeah no totally get that especially especially with this and i think i know where you're gonna go with the with the thing at the end um so overall i think I, I really enjoyed it. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the original one with with the comedy and everything, but of course different with everything that's going on. Um, so it hit that. And it's a movie that I enjoy watching like with my brother, like because we'll just like look at each other and be like, oh my God, like remember when that happened before? And so I'm I'm glad my brother was able to come too. And um, but I I'm hesitant to put a lot of faith into where this movie is going to go in the future because of everything that's happening with the DC timeline and the universe and everything. And I'm scared to like love it because I feel like they're just going to get rid of it. Yeah. I think that's going to be a lot of people's issue or hesitation going into this movie because you really don't know how like, is it important? Mm-hmm. Which sucks because, you know, the cast of this movie is so great, mm-hmm. I I think. Um, like I said, it has some of that cliche, the pitfalls, 
And there were like some parts of the movie where I wasn't totally loving it or like I'm like, this is a lot and we're just kind of jumping and we're going. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was I think one of my complaints was just it felt a little jumpy at times Mm because there were so many different storylines going on. And I was like, I don't know if they know what story they're trying to tell. And I feel like it came together really nicely. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think I also was just like knowing what was might be going on with the DC. Like I wasn't like, should I be trying to get too invested into Mm -hmm. it? So am I looking for stuff not to like about it? Yeah. But I will say like some of the scenes and stuff. It seems like this is something that they're going to try to carry over, but we never know. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. You really don't because we don't know how long this has been finished Mm because I'm pretty sure, like 90% sure actually that this movie has been pushed back and we should have been seeing this movie way earlier. Mm, Okay. So there's also the... How long was this cut before? Because it could have been cut to make it look like it's going to go into something bigger. But mm-hmm. is that something bigger, The what we're going to be getting? Or was it the something bigger we'll never see? Yeah. And, yeah. and we got some addition to some nice characters, mm-hmm. this movie. And I really would like to see them continue. Uh, Rachel Zegler mm-hmm. was a new actress that we saw in this movie and I had to look up what else she was in after because her face was driving me crazy because I was like she looks so damn familiar uh-huh. and she it was because she played Maria in the new West Side Story yes um which I loved and I was like after I saw it I was so mad at myself I'm like how did I not know no, that was her it took me a little while too because I was like I she looks so familiar but I did not see West Side Story yet it's on my to watch list because I mean what a fantastic story. Um, but I was like, I know, I know I've seen her somewhere. <laughs> I know I've seen her in trailers and stuff like that. So then it clicked about halfway through. I go, Oh my God, West Side story. So yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was driving me crazy, mm-hmm. but I, I liked seeing her here. Mm-hmm. We, Lucy Lou was in this movie mm-hmm. who I love. Yeah. Helen Mirren, was in this movie and she was, I think one of my outstanding performances. I think she was fantastic. She's a badass. She is a badass. <laughs> like some of her lines, yeah. like, and like they, they do call it out in the movie. There's a scene between her and Shazam mm-hmm. and she's very intense. And he was like, you are a very intense woman. You know, it really <laughs> works for you. And I'm like, I'm so glad they kind of called attention to it yeah. because she is giving it her all and that kind of big bad doesn't really fit with how this movie plays because the movie's just how like the Shazam movies play like they're so funny Mm -hmm. and like lighthearted and full of love and like oh crap like I just kind of fell into this what am I doing and then they have the the big bads of the movie that have like a really set, I want to do this. Yeah. This is why here's an awful backstory. Here's years of trauma, years of planning. I'm going after this. And you're like, that tone does not fit the tone of this movie. So having them like 17 year old kids. Yeah. So having him like call it out, like you are intense. Yeah. It's like putting the divide between the two. And I really like kind of how they navigated all of those relationships throughout the movie I thought was really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. 
And like a lot of the tropes that are in like those superhero movies where they do, you know, you're like, oh my God, why did they make that decision? But here it's totally justified because it's a bunch of kids running around looking like adults. So yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Like they're, they're, you know, however old Darla is, like what, 10, like nine, 10 She's to 17. So like, it, yeah, it's a bunch of kids running around with, with powers. Of course, they're going to like make mistakes and not think things through. Like. Duh. <laughs> yeah. And then but, they, they fight people who have like complexities of the world. Yeah. And they're like, oh. Been around forever. Um, yeah. And they're like, cool. I'm like 15. What up? And they're like, been around for thousands of years. And you're like, that's cool. How, how's How that, that been? Yeah. <laughs> what was that like? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one of my favorite, one of my favorites, um, when the dad goes, well, this suddenly got inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you are, you are saying exactly what I'm thinking. But I think that happens a lot with, with some of the stuff that they say, a lot of the comedy and everything. You're like, what? And then immediately they're, the character's like, wait, what? And I'm like, you're saying exactly what I'm thinking, what I'm going through right now. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Like the mom had a line at one point was like, all this stuff is going down and you just hear her go, I don't know how to parent in this situation. <laughs> yes. And I'm just like, solid, yeah. you know, that. Especially for them being foster parents and they've got, what, six kids? Yeah. And it's like, they they know how to parent a lot of different things. <laughs> I'm not sure how anyone could parent in that situation. And like, see, that's, that's like some of the creative direction that I like because- mm-hmm. Like, I feel like parents in superhero movies will always have, like, this, like, super stellar advice mm-hmm. or, like, know what to do or, or something like Or they won't know that their kid or loved one is a superhero, but they give advice that, like, conveniently, like, fits whatever they need. And mm-hmm. they might think they're prepping for, like, I don't know, a test or something, but they're going to give this wise wisdom that's going to, like unravel something and here these guys are like dude i don't well, no. and, and good luck yeah you know like, they, like roll with the punches as much as they can and then they're like yeah i can't like continue going on like this like i like <laughs> one point he's like i can't keep hitting these things um so i don't know what we're gonna do it's <laughs> just like totally honest about it i'm like appreciate that so yeah yeah i like that i like that one too yeah, I think the dynamics of this movie are are navigated really well. Mm-hmm. That was that was one head nod that I really did like mm-hmm. of this movie. Do we want to get into the rating and then maybe go a little spoilerish because I feel like we're treading there. I think we are. Um, yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> I did ask my brother. So our our guest uh, straight from the seat, I guess. I asked him what his rating would be mm-hmm. and he gave me some ridiculous number out of 10 and I go, dude, I'm, I'm giving you five lightning bolts. What would you rate it for there? And he said he would give it 3.9655 lightning bolts. That is such an Eric answer. It is. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. <laughs> it is. It a hundred percent is. Um, but thank you, Eric. He did tell me he's been listening to, um, some of our, our podcasts. So I'm like, yay. 
oh how do we sound but uh <laughs> shout out to eric <laughs> yeah. love your rating it's not annoying <laughs> no Take not it at back. all <laughs> um see you next week <laughs> yes um but i'm gonna give it a solid four lightning bolts um because you always have to be a little bit higher i do i do always have to be a little bit higher um and I, I really did enjoy it. I loved the comedy. So yeah, I'm at a solid four lightning bolts. How about you? Uh, 3.5. 3.5. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Three, three and a half lightning bolts. Um, I don't think it was as good as the first one. <laughs> I did enjoy it. I found myself smiling a lot, but I do, you know, put that little critical hat on and I find some issues cause that's just who I am. <laughs> um, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's definitely not the worst thing DC's ever pumped out. Not the worst superhero movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I enjoyed it and I would I would recommend it to people. Mm-hmm. I would go see another one if they made another one. It mm-hmm. was a it was a solid movie. Mm-hmm. I just don't think anything that like blew me away yet. Gotcha. Yeah. So let's get into the spoilers now. Okay. This is your warning, listeners. If you have not seen Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and you want to go in with no spoilers whatsoever, because why would you want to go in there with spoilers? Mm-hmm. This is your warning to log off, sign off. Thank you for listening up to this point. <laughs> we super enjoy it. When you do go and watch it, come back and listen to our thoughts on some spoilers. But um, sayonara. <laughs> and we'll hear you. Hopefully you hear us next time. Yeah. Um, and now we're going to get into our spoilers. All right. So I think for, for my one, because I didn't want to just put out like all the creatures and stuff that they put in the movie. Um, but unicorns are such a huge part of this and I'm so excited. I freaking love unicorns. (laughs) Like that has been, um, a thing about my family. My mom has got a bunch of unicorn stuff like just like small stuff but mm-hmm. I stole a unicorn blanket from her <laughs> like it's mine now it's been mine for like 20 years now and I'm like sorry you're never getting it back um so I just really appreciate that the unicorns were so dark and like twisted and like made the wizard f- so frightened yeah and Darla's like but it's a unicorn <laughs> like yeah. what are you talking about and he's like no they're fearsome creatures. And they're all like trying to like get her away from it. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no, here, unicorn, unicorn, unicorn. Come it's here. It's charging at them. And they're like, oh my God, they're all freaked out. And she's just like, hi. I literally like, because what she does to stop the unicorn, I'm like, what the, what would you have done if that didn't work? Like, just think that that was your only plan was to throw a handful of fucking Skittles at it and hoping it would be like, I was like, what the fuck is she pulling out of her pocket? And then I was like, oh, my God, those are Skittles. And then it was like, just throws them. And then the unicorn stops and I go, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I was like, I figured it out pretty quickly that that was kind of the route they were going to go. But all I could think is if that. That unicorn hates Skittles. You're fucked. <laughs> like, like just, yep. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been, that would have been a. Scene. What a turn that movie would have taken. What a turn, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, one eighty, <laughs> totally out, out of there. there. It, it would be. It would turn into <gasps> an R-rated movie real quick. Real quick. 
I mean, at one point there were a couple of kills. I was like, damn. Ugh. I liked it. I mean, yes, but uh, uh, <laughs> of course, yes. Maybe I would have. Maybe it should have been a three point seven five because some of those were kind of <laughs> like, ooh. I was that, like, like I saw like you guys like flinch about it, and I'm like, more. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> oh my gosh! There was at one point he's like pulling splinters out, and I'm like, ooh. I couldn't handle that. I'm like, show me the guy hitting his head again. I'm like, I'll see that before I see people pulling splinters out from underneath their fingernails. Yeah. Ugh. That was gross. I have like really two spoiler stuff, but they're bigger, like bigger spoilers. So Mm -hmm. if you have any like smaller spoilers you want to get into, I mean, everything's a spoiler. Everything matters. But like these Mm -hmm. are like really like into it kind of stuff. I don't really have any... Small. I think the unicorns was really my smaller one. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I think that's just my smaller one. Okay. Um. So then I guess we can jump into this. And the the biggest one is the cameo that we mm-hmm. um did not like we alluded to, but we didn't say, and that is the cameo of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, is this going to be the franchise in DC where all just like the other like. Justice League people come to play because we had what Superman in the mm-hmm. last one, mm-hmm. and now like Wonder Woman. I was like, are they just gonna keep bringing them in here for a second? Like I yeah. thought that was kind of weird. Um, but then we get a little more of her, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on the Wonder Woman cameo in this movie. The first one or the second one? Both. The first one was hilarious. <laughs> Because I was not expecting that. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, like there's Wonder Woman. You don't see her face yet. And you're like, is it, is it Gal? Like, who is that going to mm-hmm. be? And then, <laughs> then he turns and I'm like, oh my God. There were people behind us giggling so hard. Yes. That I was giggling because they were giggling and it was funny. My brother's giggling. I'm like, this is so funny. <laughs> I, I thought that was really funny. And then when, but you, you don't see her face. You don't see Gal's face at all. So then when you see the second cameo and you're like, oh my God, she is in this movie. Then she was in that first cameo. I'm like, hmm. I like that, you know, that it wasn't just some, you know, stunt woman or anything like that or some random person. I was like, I like that they actually had her, but I wasn't sure why she was coming in so late. (laughs) Yeah, I was, that was my, I knew, and this is why it's a heavy spoiler, because we are going to be talking about the ending. So if mm-hmm. you are sticking around just to stick around, I Get I, out. I am very much about to spoil the whole ending of this movie. So yeah. the final warning. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, if you want to hear it, but like, don't get mad at us, because yeah. I am going to point blank say what happens. So this is final, final thoughts. Mm-hmm. Bye. Um, I knew that they weren't going to let him die mm-hmm. because why would they? Yeah. But there were like moments, especially with everything going on in DC. I'm like, if they very possibly could, mm-hmm. this could be how they decide to 
get Shazam out of here, you know, clean up any loose ends before they go into the new universe. Yep. Then they don't have to worry about bringing him back. And there was that thought in the back of my mind, like he could very much this. They could end it. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I don't think they're going to. And then when I saw Gal Gadot, I was like, no, this is such an easy way out to bring him back. It's fucking cliche (laughs) because you they let it ride a little bit more than I think some other movies have like the oh, he's really not waking up. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, why? Why do we need to do this? Why did she have to like pop her little head in and be like, forget about me, guys? I can. Boop that easy. Mm hmm. I. Yeah, I feel like it would have been a little bit more impactful if she made her appearance earlier than at the very end to, like, resurrect. I thought it was funny when he did get resurrected because he slams his hand through and all the kids are like, oh, my God, a zombie. Like, again, it just goes to, like, the comedy of it. And you're like, you know who it is. Um, but I because they were talking about, like, there's no more gods on alive. But then she walks in. You're like, okay, why weren't you here earlier when they were destroying the city with the dome and everything? I feel like that would have been a good... Well, because she couldn't have gotten in with the dome. No, but like around when that was happening, when it it shrinked and everything to maybe see if she could do anything with her powers. I I think it would have been too out of left field, for being honest. I, with the dome, I don't think there was any realistic way that she could actually show up. But I do agree with you that it would be more impactful because she would actually know the person and she'd be doing it because she knows like if she was doing it, knowing it could really bring him back. And mm-hmm. there was this emotional meaning. And she's like, I I think I can do it. Mm-hmm. Let me try. I'm not going to let you lose him. We have to bring him there in this world. And mm-hmm. this is how we can resurrect him. If there was a purpose for it, not just I conveniently showed up. When and where you guys were burying your friend, and mm-hmm. I'm conveniently the only one with the power that can do that. And oh, would you look at that? It brought him back. Yeah. It just, uh, for a second there, I really thought that they were going to leave him, leave him dead. And yeah, the, the way that it all, the, yeah, the way that that all happened, I was like, happy that he's alive like it was really great and everything but it was yeah it was again kind of just like thrown I think together yeah like they're like oh shit we killed him now Mm -hmm. what are we gonna do yeah how do we bring him back because we're superhero movie we gotta bring him Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like it's so annoying because you know that they're not gonna do it so it's like why are you even faking us out at this point like I'm fucking over it like have some balls actually kill off a character, do it. Like, I want you to do it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. They really only had two characters really die, right? In this movie or in the DC? Okay. Yeah, no, no, just in this movie. Because the wizard is alive. Yep. So they brought him back. Yep, he's there. Um. But Helen Mirren's character and then Lucy Liu's character. Those are the only two, right? Maybe. Who knows? They may be back. Yeah, right? Like, But, like, see, like, especially with where the DC... Here's my thought. 
it's so up in the air. Mm-hmm. And I get there. There are two points I'm going to go with this. So I'm a little scattered. I get why they won't do this idea that I'm about to suggest because it could very much negate people going to see it. Mm-hmm. But I would suggest what I would have done, what I think would have been more impactful and the movie with him dead mm-hmm. because you don't know what's going to happen in the franchise. Yeah. And then when you decide you're, you want to keep them around or like, and they can even know this behind the scene, like tell them like, Hey, you're not actually dead, but mm-hmm. we're going to have this really sick moment where some shit's going down and wonder woman realizes I can bring him back. Mm-hmm. I know what to do. Yeah. And then go and him be resurrected for a purpose. Yeah. Or she hears what happens or something. I like that idea a lot because especially if you end a movie like this on that note, like where do the, where do the other characters go? Where does his family go? How do they pick up the pieces? Like then they would have gone, you know, off. Uh, You would have seen um, uh, like maybe Mary going off to college and like all the other kids, like what, how Freddie deals with it. Yeah. Uh, like they could have done some and really like that. Maybe that's there. why he gets brought back. They go into that library and they're researching. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to bring him back? Yeah. How do we do this? It ends with them maybe trying to contact Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like they're so grieving that they're trying anything to get him back and they have it. But like here they just like, they're like resolved to, Oh, well, actually, they, would they have even been able to get back into that library? Because they didn't have their powers at the end. I don't know that they would have been able to even go into the that, doors. Well, that's that's a good point. But they did have the staff still. They did, yeah. And, and, the, they and had, the wizard. And the wizard. But it wasn't, it wasn't working until Wonder Woman came with it. That's true. That's so, true. So they're, but, but trying to like contact the wizard or something to be like, mm. and then them trying to figure out. Yeah. I think, I I think overall that idea would have been really, really good if they could have executed that. Because then you would have left and you've been like, I can't believe they actually did that. Yeah. And then like, yeah, there'd be the people annoyed that you bring them back, but then you have us annoyed that like you want him back, but it made his death so meaningless because you know that in this type of movie, they're going to come back and it's not going to be in a meaningful way. Mm -hmm. There was no emotion behind him being brought back. Yeah. Yeah. No purpose, no weight, no lead up. No, like I didn't even get emotional over it because I knew I was like, I don't Mm -hmm. know what they're going to do to bring him back, but something's going to happen. Yeah. And then when I saw her walk on screen, I instantly got annoyed because I knew that's where they were going to go. And I knew like it was going to be pointless. I think, yeah, I th- I think I'm on with, it would have changed the entire tone of the movie um, to leave him dead at the end. But I, especially if they're going to go in and make a third one, that would have been a great yeah. way to bring that third one in. Because you don't know really where it's going to go. And mm-hmm. like, that is the perfect time to make a bold, creative move like that. Mm-hmm. Because everyone behind the scenes can know he's not actually done. Yeah. But everyone, especially with the states, like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Now what? Yeah. They did it. Shazam's really gone. What's What are they going to do? Yeah. But then it does lead to the whole, would people then go see the movie 
because they find out he dies at the end. So now people are convinced he's no longer part of the DC mm-hmm. universe. So they're like, why am I going to go see this movie if it's not going to lead to something bigger? But then some people might be like, well, if they kill him off, maybe there's a big reason why. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many different like it's it, yeah. it's risky. But it, I think the it, payoff at the end would have been worth the risk. Yeah. But I think it goes back to what you said before, where we don't this has been pushed back. We don't know when they finish putting the movie together and everything that it should have been released way earlier. Was that like around the same time that all this DC universe upset is going to be like, did they already know all that was going on or because if they had no idea that all that was going to be going on, it makes sense why they wouldn't do it. They didn't have that. Like, so I don't know. It's, it's so much of like that behind the scenes stuff that goes into these franchises and we yeah. don't know what goes on. But I think there was enough time in between the announcement and this that they definitely could have just pulled that scene because gotcha, they didn't. Yeah. They could have stopped it with them burying him mm-hmm. and then boom, cold cut done. You don't need anything else after that. All they had to do was take <laughs> that off that last 10 minutes. That would have been really, really abrupt. But like I, I'm I'm here for those like big twists those abrupt endings like especially if it has a possibility to go into another one I'm like hell yeah give me that yeah and maybe not like cold cold but there was definitely a little bit like the emotional scenes to the family Mm -hmm. over the thing like they could have faded it out they could have they all they would have had to do is cut the 10 minutes of Gal Gadot yeah yeah and that would have been that would have been a really good scene if they did a third one but like so much time had passed in between mm-hmm. or not so much time, but like a little bit of time had passed. So then it still did that call back to, you know, Billy's obsessed with Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a really cool call back for that. But yeah. So but what do I know? I'm not so making the movies. I'm just I mean, talking about the movies. I think that that's our next thing. We need to start writing movies, <laughs> <laughs> submitting. Ooh, people send us scripts and we go, no, that's not dramatic enough. And then we rewrite the endings. <laughs> queen of dramatics over here (laughs) well so i had another thing written down but now that i'm thinking about how um i would want the movie to end Mm -hmm. is it would kind of negate the whole end scene that i had made a comment on because i had made a i'd written down that there was talk of waller in the Mm -hmm. end scene and then they asked him to be part of the Justice Society. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they did what I wanted them to do, which is just have kill, him, kill yeah. him off, then we wouldn't have that that cutscene. Yeah, which I mean, I would be fine without the scene. Like I, the scene really only confirmed to me that Shazam is going to be sticking around mm-hmm. in the DCU for future projects, mm-hmm. at least in some capacity, whether it be a TV short a big justice society movie Mm -hmm. or if they get a third one. So like, I know it's going to happen and I kind of got the sense he was going to be around because they, they didn't kill him off. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, but but so that was going to be my note. I was like, Oh, so he's for sure. Like he made the cut of people that are going to be making it with the new management and everything. Um, But Mm -hmm. I kind of wish I didn't know that I would have liked to be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I think especially with, um, with the bigger franchises, you know, DC versus Marvel and everything, um, having those surprises is what's going to keep bringing people back because 
now it's just like, okay, now we're just waiting for it instead Mm -hmm. of waiting for it, not knowing what's going to happen. So I have a question. Yeah. Um, To kind of maybe hopefully tie everything up. Mm -hmm. As I stated earlier, I have not seen every DC project. I have seen um, the Batmans. I've seen... Aquaman, I've seen all the Suicide Squads, um, the Harley Quinn movie, both of the Shazams, Black Adam. I've never seen the Wonder Woman movie. Oh. I I want to. They have been on my list to get to, yeah. and I just haven't had the time, and I actually it was going to be my goal to rewatch it before this movie, and then just life said that's not happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But is there, do any of the... DC movies like go an emotional route like are there any like because I can think of some really just heartbreaking nasty shit that Marvel has done Mm -hmm. does DC have something like that and I just haven't seen it so I feel like I feel like Wonder Woman would be on par with that um but I think you might have actually seen more DC movies than I have because I, it's another one where I, I love, I love DC. I love like Batman, but mm-hmm. like I haven't seen all the movies and I, I know that's, you know, awful on my part. Um, but I used to watch like a lot of the like Cartoon Network shows and stuff with my mm-hmm. brothers, like Justice League. We would watch Teen Titans sometimes with them. Love Teen um, Titans. <clears throat> but I don't think... Like, I didn't see Wonder Woman 1984. Um, I didn't see the Harley Quinn movie. I, there's so many that I've not seen. I just, like, I think when they were coming out, just other things were going on. I didn't have a chance to. Those two were COVID area, era or, like, mm-hmm. right before COVID era. Yeah. Because I think the fabulous emancipation, Birds of Prey and the fabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn mm-hmm. was one of, like, the last movies we saw before lockdown. Yeah. Yep. So I'm trying to think of some of the other ones, though, too. Like, I've seen the Dark Knight trilogy and stuff. I didn't I didn't see Justice League. I didn't see Aquaman. I didn't, I didn't see, see Justice see League. A lot of them. Uh, so I, I did make a spreadsheet. I think I showed you that, too. Um, but I did make a spreadsheet of the DC movies that I haven't seen that I want to watch in order and everything. Um, but it's so hard because they, they revamp it every so often. Yeah. So it's not like a Marvel rewatch where you can go through and you, you know, the one that you can skip is incredible Hulk. Cause it like, it doesn't connect, but it does. I don't skip it when I rewatch. I include it. I didn't include it in, in this rewatch cause there were already so many things I had to get through. Yeah. But, um, personal I, preference. Yeah. And but with the with the DC, it's so like they've got so many different Batmans, and um, and then they just do it like every decade they go through and they make a new one. And then I'm like, the yeah. Batman was fantastic, and I'm like, but I don't think they're gonna do anything further with that. The one with Robert Pattinson, yeah, it's its own separate. It's not yeah. part of the DC yeah. EU. But there will be, I believe, more. But it's not. It's not going to be connected in anything yeah. with the main. Which the main peeps like yeah. I don't think he'll ever he'll never meet like Shazam no like that's not a thing no because they're they're two very different f- movie like with even within the superhero 
stuff like it's still like it's a separate thing within that yeah it's like its own bat verse and then i think mm-hmm. there's gonna be a batman in the dceu but yeah. it wouldn't be robert pattinson yeah. it would be like just two batmans exist but they don't yeah exactly so like but that i think that just goes to dc being kind of a confusing <laughs> kind of universe yeah um I just wanted to know if they had the emotional thing, you know, like anything that would like, like Endgame was a Mm -hmm. sob fest. Yeah. And I feel like they, do they have anything like that? Because I've never seen anything like that, really. I, I think that in, within each of those movies, because I, from what I remember from Wonder Woman, it, there's an emotional aspect to that at the end um and then uh man of steel it was very long it that one was very emotional it okay. was very um like father figures mm. emotional i've seen man of steel but it's been so long mm-hmm. that i feel like i just can't remember it i'm gonna yeah. have to re because i wanted to do a whole dc rewatch yeah i feel like uh, man of steel actually now that we're talking about it yeah that one definitely does because um like he he's got his biological father and then when he crash lands on earth and his you know adopted father and then he loses them like it, that it 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 drives him into what he's going to be doing so actually yeah, I re- I really do want to rewatch that okay well do you have any last thoughts on Shazam Fury of the Gods um I think just to just to kind of recap what we've been talking about, I I it had that same feel of the first one, the same comedy. I thought that it was great. You know, it still had all the same actors. Um, I love it when they were able to do something like that, especially with a with a cast that would be this big where they're playing multiple like of the same character. Mm-hmm. I like that they can continue to keep people from the first film. Um, so overall, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, a lot of laughs in the theater too. So that was fun too. Yeah, I, I agree. I enjoyed this movie. Do I think it's as good as the first one? I'd say probably not. Um, but I think if you enjoyed the first one, you will enjoy this one. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything horrendous that's really going to like throw people off too much. Um, no. I I liked I agree I liked that the cast was back I liked what they did with the movie I think if you're used to superhero movies if you're used to the cliches the pitfalls the overdoing it at points that this mm-hmm. is just a normal superhero movie for you and you'll have a good time the atmosphere of the theater was enjoying it mm-hmm. I enjoyed hearing people enjoy it yeah absolutely okay well if that's everything then we will be back in your ears on Thursday with our box office combo. We'll be talking about how much money Shazam makes. Mm -hmm. So that's something to be looking forward to. Other than that, remember to become a box office club member to like subscribe review and reach out to us at box office club pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know if you've seen Shazam. Stay safe, support your local theaters, tell us your thoughts on this week's box office stories, and we will see you next time with another segment of The The Box Box Office Office Club. Club.